perfect mess is my perfect mess. Perfect mess is my perfect mess. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Perfect Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Molina, and this is episode 103. Before we jump off into it, please check out my website, raymolina.com. There's a lot going on over there. You can listen to the podcast over there. Any episodes that I have out are available there. There is a store which you can shop merchandise, lots of cool t-shirts there, some mugs, and uh, even some stuff for the women there as well. Um, I have some blogs there with books that I've read um, and just different things that I write about. So you can check that out as well. Again, that's raymolina.com. Please bookmark it. If you would like to follow me on social media, my social media is at It's Ray Molina. That is also my TikTok and my Instagram. All right. The podcast is on Instagram at The Perfect Mess Pod. And uh, yeah, YouTube. YouTube.com slash The Perfect Mess Pod. Um, and if you can't find it that way, which you should, but for some reason, if you can't just search the name, the perfect mess podcast with Ray Molina, and you'll find it when you get there, hit subscribe, please hit that little notification bell in the corner and you will get updates for every video that I put up. Okay. Really appreciate you guys. Um, so let's, uh, let's jump off into this, you know, you know, you've grown up when you have gotten tired of encountering adults who have failed to grow up and who have failed to mature. Now, I'm sure you're probably listening to well, what do you mean? Elaborate, and I will. Um, as I've gotten older, and again, when I speak on my podcast and when I talk, I don't talk from a stance of I'm better than anybody or that I've reached some pinnacle. I just talk like a normal man who's living his life and taking notice of how he's changed and how he's grown up and matured and how I've interacted and and dealt with people in my life, okay? Um, So what I mean by that is, you know, whether it just be in general public or whether you... A lot of times it's me with coaching. Um, You know, I have grown so tired of dealing with people who still have an attitude and the mentality of a teenager. Um, I know what I was like when I was a teenager, okay? I was an asshole. There are a lot of people that I owe a lot of apologies to, okay? Um, I didn't treat women the best. I was an asshole to some guys in my life. Um, I just wasn't very, you know, I had my friends, but to the people that I didn't give two dams about, I didn't treat very well. So I know who I was back then. But my point is this, that's a problem if I'm still that guy today at 48, okay? And what I'm finding is I have been encountering 
or when I encounter, let me correct that, when I encounter people who are close to my age, who have children, who still act like that, who still have this attitude of it's whatever, or we can do whatever, or they're the type to have an attitude and just, you know, don't care about their own life, so they don't care about you. Um, and they don't mind showing that attitude in front of the entire world, including their children. I have found that that has gotten me so sick to my stomach that I don't want to be around anybody. I don't want your apologies. I don't want your conversation. I don't want your explanation. I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to be in the same vicinity of you. Why? Because you are a loose cannon because you have failed to launch. And what I mean by that is you failed to get out of that, that adolescence, that, that area where we were in our teenage years and acting reckless. You failed to, to, to get past that. You've stayed stuck there. And now you're an adult and you're doing the same thing. Only now your get, I don't give a shit attitude is now being displayed in front of your children. So now, not only do you not give a shit about anybody but yourself, but you also are showing your kid that. So what does your kid do? Your kid doesn't realize that that's the wrong thing to do, that that's the worst attitude to have. But he doesn't know that, or she doesn't know that, because why? Because they see that with you. They see that at home. They see that everywhere we go. Every time you interact with somebody and there's a confrontation, you turn up. You turn up immediately. Immediately, immediately it's whatever. It's on site. It's whatever. We can do whatever. I don't give a damn. Blah, blah, blah. I've been locked up. Blah, blah, blah. All while your kid is right here. So your kid sees this and doesn't realize that this isn't the best thing for you. But figures, hey, if my, if my parents do it, it must be okay. So now that kid goes to school and he goes through the world and goes through the different levels of education and goes through the different levels of sports and goes through life. And now he's having issues with everybody or she is having issues. She's thinking that anytime she has a confrontation or anytime someone doesn't agree with her, or she doesn't agree with them, or anytime she gets some pushback, it's okay to turn up and have this attitude. Why? Because my mom or dad got my back and if something goes wrong, they'll be here and they'll fight your dad or they'll fight your mom or they'll do whatever. Do you hear what I'm saying? That attitude and people like that I can't be around them, even more so now because it has taken everything in me to change, to not be that. It has taken, I'm not perfect, man, and I fumble all the time, but it has taken everything in me to get away from that and to change my life. And every time I'm around somebody like that, I feel like they pull me back closer or I have a flashback of, 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 of who I used to hang out with and who I used to run with and the people I used to encounter every time we went out. And it was that. 
and I don't want it no more. I don't want to be around it. I, I legitimately, guys, I, I'm not lying to you. I get physically sick when I'm around people like that. My stomach turns. Not because I'm scared, because I fear. I give a damn. I've been through the ringer. There's not much that scares me. I'm talking about because I just don't want to be there. And I don't want to have to confuse anything. I don't want to have to get involved. And, and even if it's me breaking something up or stopping something or shutting it down, I don't even want my kids seeing that. Why? Because they shouldn't have to see their father in all these stupid confrontations. They shouldn't have to see me doing all that because another adult couldn't control themselves. So I don't want to be around any of it. Guys, I'm telling you this because, you know, you know, when we, when, when, when we as coaches, if you're a coach and you're listening, when we as coaches are, are coaching games, there are a lot of parents that have this attitude, you know, everybody comes from different backgrounds. They come from different neighborhoods. They come from different areas of wherever you're playing, different upbringings, what have you. But when you're coaching, you deal with that. You, you, you have kids from different areas, like I said. You have parents and families from different areas. And then when you compete and play against other teams, you deal with the same thing. Now, not only do you have these different backgrounds, different, uh, you know, uh, different upbringings, but you also now have a team that has their own. We always encounter parents who have this attitude who fail to realize that they are in front of children. And you know what? Maybe I'm giving them too much credit because I think they do realize and they don't give a shit. And it, 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 it pains me because you got a bunch of kids who are growing up trying to compete in a sport trying to do the best they can and guess what sometimes they're not successful sometimes they have a good game sometimes they have bad games they don't always win sometimes they lose sometimes they lose big sometimes they lose by this much but it's not always the same outcome and so these kids are battling and battling and battling but then you have to deal with parents who have comments who have things that they want to say and get off their chest and usually usually and I say this from a coach's standpoint it's okay because a lot of that's directed at coaches and umpires but the problem is when it gets directed to kids from grown-ass adults like me so when kids are being chastised by adults. We're not talking about college kids. Kids who can drive. We're talking about kids who are getting brought to the game by their parents. When I see adults chastising kids, because maybe they complained about a call and they didn't like it, so the opposing team wants to chirp and say, it was that call whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not, yep, you gotta deal with it. Like, we're talking about kids, we're talking about kids. 
You're a grown-ass person with a 401k, bills to pay, kids that you're trying to raise, wrinkles in your skin, and you're talking like that to a kid? It's okay. I can deal with it when it's directed at me and other adults. It happens. Then you get that attitude when both sides of families start chirping at each other and things kick off. The entire time things like this happen, and it's happened numerous times over the years that I've coached, it gets me sick. Because honestly, you get to a point where you don't care who's right or wrong. It's how come somebody just didn't defuse it? How come somebody just didn't walk away? Why did, why did a grown ass person have to go over and flip the switch and turn it up in front of a bunch of kids? Why? Your pride, your pride too heavy? You got too much pride, you can't put it down? You want people, everybody there to believe you're the toughest person at the, at the ballpark? You can't just be the better person and say, listen, man, there's kids here. Let's exchange numbers, we can talk, or we can go have a beer or whatever it is. Nah, because you're dealing with adults who have not gotten past that mentality, who now have kids and have failed to like to, to realize that this is not the best thing to show my children. This is not the best thing that they should be seeing. They shouldn't see me like this. But again, they don't care. They don't care. And this happened recently. To where, you know, I had to call time out. And it got so loud and dis disruptive that I told the umpire to go figure out what was going on and I grabbed all my kids and I put them on the mound and I said right here in the other team I told their kids to take a knee on the knee on the base pads I did not their coaches me because I noticed how the kids were looking over the fence and paying attention and, and not realizing that, hey, you have a game that's almost done. This thing is about to be over. Don't pay attention to that, that has nothing to do with you. So what I did was I pulled them on the mound. I said, hey, take a knee. Everybody here, eyes here. Even when I said, listen to me, eyes here. That is none of your business, okay? Leave that to the adults. Let them figure that out. You stay right here. That is not something that you cheer. That is not something that you smile at because you're excited to see a couple of parents going at it. That's nothing to be proud of. All right? Because that can turn in a heartbeat. It can go from arguing to a fight to a weapon. And then from that point on, all bets are off. Because anything is possible once that happens. I said, you guys, listen to me. You stay focused. 
Still focus on the game. We're going to find out what's going on here, if we're going to continue or if we're going to move past this and, and call it a day. But we do not cheer that. Now, guys, we got through this. We, uh, the game was called, and uh, we ended it. Um, but afterwards was a complete shit show because I, I do my best in these situations as they're happening in my head. I'm not stopping closing my eyes and praying, but as this stuff is going on, I'm praying in my head. I'm praying for guidance. I'm praying for resolve. I'm praying for understanding. I'm praying for patience. And I'm praying for God to give me, give me an answer. What am I supposed to do here? And help me to talk in the right tone in a tone that is de-escalating the situation. And that's not always easy because as some of you listening probably guessed it, some people take that as a form of weakness. These types of adults that I'm speaking about, they take that as a sign of weakness and it's not. What it is, is I'm keeping all of our children, mine and yours, even though you're not keeping them in mind, I'm keeping them mind in for you, even if you don't give a damn because you're so turned up. I'm gonna be the one to keep all of the children in mind. So after this game, it's just a bunch of just yelling and, you know, then it got to, you know, the parents coming out of the field, me as a coach having to intertwine and, and try to calm things down and people accusing people of this, accusing people of that. Someone said this, well, that person said that because this was said, yada, yada, yada. And what was so sad to me was I watched... I watched people look at each other like they weren't, they weren't afraid if someone threw punches. In fact, the looks on some of these adults' faces were, somebody throw the first punch, because I'm ready. And I, and I couldn't understand it. Let me explain to you. When I was younger, I understood that, okay? I got it, I understand. But not now, not at 48, not with a kid who's going to be 14, a kid who's going to be 12. I don't understand that now. And I don't want to understand that. But this is, this, that was the attitude. And then I, you know, we go from there. You know, and, and I, you know, I kept the kids on the field until the parking lot got pretty, pretty empty. But even as I'm getting my stuff together in the parking lot and I'm pulling out, there's parents walking with their chest out, kids trailing behind them and they're laughing, talking like they did something. And, you know, I just can't help but... I 
I guess just say that I feel disgusted by it. Because what am I going to do? You can't, you can't tell somebody how to live their life. You can't tell somebody how to raise their kid. We all have to raise our kids the best that we, to our knowledge. And I wasn't, you know, I, nobody, we're not raised like each other. Like, I don't have the same values you do, and you don't have the same values as me. I can have my opinion on how people like that are raising their kids, but in the end, what's my opinion going to do? My opinion is going to get me into a physical altercation with these people. Why? Because it's none of my business. The only thing is, is you're in a catch-22 because in a situation like that, it is my business. Why? Because I'm involved. We have kids on this field. Not just my kids, but all of us have kids playing. And it's our job as adults who coach and who umpire to keep these kids safe. Regardless of what the adults in the stands are doing. So it's a catch-22 because it is my, it is my um, business. And I have to inter intervene even if I don't want to. So here I am, you know, with my kids, you know, watching me trying to, trying to be the mediator. And then I'm also dealing with somebody who's kind of, like I said, taking my kindness for weakness. So they're talking really, really slick to me with some undertones. And it's taking everything in me, but I'm telling myself, don't react, don't react. They see you're trying to be the peacemaker and get everybody to get in their cars and go home. They're trying to bait you into something. Don't react. We all have pride. We all have, as men, we all have that little bit of machismo in us. Some of us have it more than others, but it's what we do with it when it happens. And when you're in front of children and you're in front of kids who are supposed to be seeing the best in us, and who are looking to us for guidance, you gotta suppress that. You gotta put it aside. And you gotta say, I'm not gonna do this, not in front of my kids. I can't do that. It's unfortunate that we don't have a lot of adults that do that. And I can, I guess what I'm trying to say on this episode is I, I hope if you have children and you are at a sporting event, I don't care what sport it is, I hope that you would keep in mind that when you act out that way, when you choose violence, when you choose anger and aggression, at a, at a kid's sporting event, you are doing every kid there a disservice. Not only that, but you're doing yourself a disservice. Because if you have kids there, you run the risk of going to jail in front of your kid or getting banned from even coming to see your kids. And that's something you have to live with. Because trust me, your kids want to see you there. They want to see their uncles, their aunts, their their, their parents, their friends, they want to see everybody there. And if you go there and you have this attitude, that's what can happen. I hope if you're listening, you take that into consideration. Because we've all seen video of 
you know, football, the youth football leagues and baseballs and, and where a fight is broken out. Somebody gets hit with a bat and they die. Someone brings a gun to it. Someone brings a knife out. It happens. It happens all the time. I explained that to my kids when we got in the car. I said something like that could turn into something that violent in, a, in, in the snap. Just boom, it turns from an argument into, well, the ambulance is coming. This person is critically hurt. We don't know if they're gonna make it. It's a, it sounds crazy, but it happens all the time. I know you've all seen videos and stories on the news about stuff like that, but it happens. I'm just sharing this because, man, I, I'm, I, if you're like me, that's part of my past that I am just burying. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to be around those people. Hey, love them for that chapter of my life, but I am in a completely new chapter of my life. Chapter and chapter, like, that, is ch that was chapter 17. I'm on chapter 48. I got no time for it. And I don't apologize for it. You know, some people that maybe know me from my past may say, oh, you think you're better than us now. You think you're this, you think you're that. That's cool. I ain't in high school. I don't give two shits about what people think about me. Okay? I'm raising two young, healthy little boys and I'm trying to raise them to young men to be respectful. And to, when they go out into public, that if someone who knows me, whether they know me in person or know me from this podcast or know me from whatever, if they run into my kids, I want them to say, man, look at the Molina boys. Those are good kids, man. Look at them. Their dad's not around, but look at them. Look how they carry themselves. That's what I want. You have to want that as well. Your kids are a reflection of you. And you, believe it or not, are a reflection of your kids, okay? Don't be that parent, not at these sporting events, and don't be that parent at a school, okay? Think about it. That's all I got, guys. I love you guys. I hope you have a very blessed day or night wherever you're at. Make sure to check out the website, raymolina.com. My Instagram is at It's Ray Molina. That is also my TikTok. The podcast is at The Perfect Mess Pod, and the YouTube is youtube.com slash at The Perfect Mess Pod. Hit the subscribe button and the notification bell and you will get updates from me. I love you guys and like I always say, my life isn't perfect. Oftentimes it is a mess, but for me, it is the perfect mess. Peace. Perfect mess is my perfect mess. Perfect